Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial at searchenginejournal.com forward slash audible and get your first book for free. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Search Engine Nerds. I am your host, Brent Satoris, and today we are joined by Mark Poirier, uh, CEO and co-founder of Aquizio. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence and machine learning um, and how it impacts uh, marketing online in general. Uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Mark. Uh, you know, really happy to have you uh, on this episode and happy to have you uh, join me to chat a little bit. Um, uh, thanks for joining the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, I I'm a pretty big futurist. I, I think most people who know me know that. And so artificial intelligence is something that is, is, is really high on my radar and something I'm very interested in um, and something I pay a lot of attention to whenever it's, you know, starts to dabble in the marketing world. I mean, we're starting to see chat box. We're starting to see a lot of, uh, you know, AI start to integrate itself into a lot of marketing campaigns. And that is something that uh, I also uh, believe you are very interested in and very uh, conscientious of as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is the direction that uh, you know most software companies need to start steering towards over the next uh, five years or so. Is how do we help marketers do more? You know, we have all this data that we're looking at. No matter what sort of angle or what field of marketing you're in, it's uh, there's just so much data coming at us now, and being able to leverage that data and uh, make good use of it through, uh, you know, um, you better, just better use of machine learning and uh, data mining and so forth is, is uh, something that's happening today, but uh, it's going to just accelerate over the next few years. Yeah, when you, when you think of AI in general and you think of, you know, a lot of this discussion place, a lot of, there's not much of a middle ground to it. People are like, we're not really doing, you know, a ton right now. And then sometime in the future, it's going to be all AI. And, and the conversation's more kind of at the beginning or at the end. But how do you see kind of the transition of machine learning and AI really start to in, interact with marketing over, let's say, the next five years? Yeah, I don't think machine learning is that complicated. Uh, I mean, it is obviously for the, there's a lot in there, but it's not new. You know, uh, machine learning algorithms have been around since the 80s, and um, you know, and of course, we've learned a lot. Uh, it's just a you know, there's just so much more data today, and so much more computing power, and these algorithms and the research been going on for a long time, and so being able to apply. Um, you know, there's various models of algorithms that are designed to solve specific problems, and they exist out there, you know, so you can just use some of the work that's been done by academics before and apply it to the problem you're trying to solve uh, to parse through a ton of data and come out with a better answer really rapidly. You know, I think a lot of companies do that today and for many years, but it's not necessarily been labeled as such. Uh, but you know that's the concept. If you remember, not even ten years ago, maybe six or seven years ago, big data was the biggest thing. Like uh, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, follow uh, the VC world and finance sectors and the ad tech space, 
and uh, big data was uh, all the rage. And, you know, the reality is not so much about the data and having tools to visualize it. That's great. But what are you going to do with it? How do you analyze it? How do you make decisions based on that data? And how do you automate that decisioning process? Well, and and I how think, do you do that in marketing? And I, I think we see that even with small data. I mean, you, you basically can go in and show somebody Google Analytics at a very small scale and, yeah, and show exactly. them data. And people aren't really willing to to implement that data as it is, let alone start getting into you know large scale you know data collection and and, and you know analysis. Um, you know, I think that one of the big things for marketers is this sense of disconnect because it's not it might not be overly new it might not be overly complicated at the rudimentary level but when it comes down to if i wanted to do ai if i wanted to incorporate some of this stuff into my marketing campaigns it's it's a there's a disconnect in the path on how yeah. I do that, right? You know, I understand yeah. other companies are doing that, but what what do, where do where does that transition start to become more? Are there tools that are coming out? I know there's a lot of like Excel spreadsheet things that people have done in the path to automate certain things. Um, there's been you know different tools that have been available. How is this becoming more commonplace? Oh my God, it's everywhere. I mean, the, um, the so in my field, so I'm in the um, you know SEM world. So like we're we build software to help decisioning around search campaigns. And a few years ago, we decided to take the company down the path of helping the small business succeed in the digital economy. Like, how do we help a very small local uh, company thrive and and advertise their 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 offerings on the internet? And, uh, you know, but automating it, like not the idea was never to build a service company. It was uh, how do we use all the stuff that we've learned over the years about how this stuff works, how search ads work, the dynamics behind the auction and so forth. And how do we leverage all the data that we're sitting on or, uh, you know, the relevant data at least to automate some of that decisioning and to automate some of the ad, the copywriting that goes around writing ads. And how do we use that information to, to control budgets better and bids? How do we allocate bids across devices and so forth? So these are like um, problems that can be solved with algorithms today. Um, you know, and we start working, focusing on the money, like how do we control the money? And also, of course, some workflow automation, which has, you know, very little to do with uh, AI per se, but just how do we like create products where we can leverage AI instead of leveraging experts, you know, so because a small business just can't afford an expert to come and guide them on their marketing efforts every month. Do you feel like um, when you would look at, you know, a, a solution, it's an AI solution versus an expert, do you feel that the AI provides an equal or better you know actual outcome i mean the actual yeah. final product or is it still just a time versus money you know type of scenario no it's a better outcome but it depends on the problem you're solving of course it, you know there's some of the things we do is just research so there's the outcomes are not better it's we're, we're trying to write copy now we're trying to write sure. ad copy so that's you know that's a research project what we've been doing for five or six years is controlling money, and that's not something humans can do very well, as I'm sure you know. So, um, <laughs> especially at scale, you know. So, we work. Uh, we build software to help the small business, but we don't sell it directly to them. We work with the large resellers, like gotcha. a YP.com or like companies like that that have 
tens of thousands of small businesses they need to serve. They need to make sure that the results are on point, that they're spending the budgets and they're maximizing phone calls and, and clicks and things like that. So this is where uh, technology will do a better job than humans 100% of the time. So is this, is yeah. this similar to like the stock market where, you know, you yep. really have no chance if you're not, you know, utilizing these tools? Has it gotten to that point, you feel? Yeah, it has. It has. Like we're decision, we're making decisions and making changes on budgets and bids uh, every 30 minutes now, you know, across, uh, you know, tens of millions of, uh, of ad groups and uh, hundreds of thousands of accounts. So you, you can't imagine like humans doing that. First of all, it's redundant. It's error prone. And it's just there's a lot of really accurate decisioning going on, a lot of machine learning applied as well to always try to hone in on the target. You know, we're trying to spend a, like a $500 budget or $200 budget. It's very, very little money. And how do we, you know, like hit it? How do we get really, really close to it and not go over? And how do we learn about that specific business, about their trend, you know, like their day of week trend and the hour of the day as well? So these, there's a few levers that are there that are really important to, uh, to model. And you can't do that. You know, I mean, you could do it, I guess, if you have just one account to manage, of course, and you apply a lot of time and energy. I'm sure humans can do a pretty good job at it. But, you know, you can't do that at scale for small accounts. It just doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't work. You know, it's not, it's not possible to make the right decision all the time. That's so, what algorithms and AI bring. So if you're looking at um, if you're if you're looking at this from a standpoint of uh, if a listener right now is like okay cool so I need to start incorporating more you know AI into my paid search I need to start incorporating some tools that are helping me with this what would be um, what what would be the steps like what what would be the tools like you said you don't really have a endpoint solution what would be the endpoint solution for somebody right now well we have like for the very small local business there you know, I, you know, I don't want to be promoting my business on here. I'm here to talk about AI, but we do, we do have a product that's customer facing for SMBs. It's uh, it's called uh, promote. So getpromote.com. So any local business can go there and sign up and uh, they can, you know, we'll, we'll create a local presence for them. We'll create a Google AdWords account for them and all of the keywords they need, the ads, everything, but it's all automated. And then we'll assign a small budget and control it really well. So, so it, it, it exists, you know, for, for paid search. We, we do it for very small businesses. Uh, there are, you know, like if you look at what Google's doing and Marin Software, Kenshu, Adobe, Ignition One, SearchForce even, like, the, you know, all the companies in this space, all the, the, the bid management solutions have some kind of algorithms or rule engine. So they, there is technology there to help make the right decisions on large data sets, and they do very well for different situations, you know, so um, there are products out there in the search world that, that do that, but they're limited typically to bid management. You know, I think in the, you know, I think the, the areas of focus for us are how, how do we go beyond that uh, in the future and automate more and do a better job at writing ad copy, for example, or testing ad copy. What's the approach that, um, you know, somebody going into looking to use kind of AI or automation or even, you know, any, any of these type of um, tool sets, what's the, what does a user need to know going in? Because, you know, it, it, historically, it's easy for somebody to say, well, I want this. Why do you want it? Because I want to make money. Okay, well, 
more importantly, you have to get into kind of like what's your actual goals and what are you trying to accomplish. It's easy for somebody to kind of not know what they need to know when they don't know, right? Um, and, and going into this, um, is it as plug and play as I just, you know, sign up and I answer a couple questions and my ads are running? Or is there things that really need to be considered by a business before using these type of tools? Uh, I don't think the business needs to think too hard. If they're like a local type business, this is in our case specifically, if you're the type of business that would advertise in the yellow pages, for example, then uh, it is literally as simple as, uh, you know, you go online, you tell us your business name, your uh, business category, your address, your phone number, and that's it. You know, everything's done instantly. So, so it is that simple. Oh, and then, you know, the small business has like a very simple console. It's a mobile app where they can see all the phone calls they got. We record every call that comes in, um, you know, because in the world of the very small business, uh, typically, you know, what matters is phone calls. They're trying to get more phone call, qualified calls, of course, uh, new customers. And, um, you know, we uh, we use call tracking technology to do that. Just very simple uh, call recordings. So that uh, the our, our small business clients can validate that their you know two three four hundred dollar investment is generating phone calls and that they can see that the quality is there and everything else. And, and what is it about AI or machine learning that's really impacting local search? I mean, what is it? What is it about that? If you can give kind of a a, yeah. a, a breakdown of like from a layman's term, how does that really affect what people are doing locally? Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a lot it revolves a lot around delivering value for small budgets so it's very very difficult to control you know if you have a lot of money to spend on 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 adwords for example it's um it's one thing i mean you'll be able to see results and there's going to be a lot of waste but you can't afford any waste uh when you have a 200 hundred dollar budget for the month right that means if you break it down it's three bucks a day <laughs> you want to get some clicks you want to get some calls so it's really important that we're going to go out there and get those clicks that are going to cost the least amount of money uh, and they need to be valid clicks they need to be relevant right so it's understanding the auction understanding the profile for each business and uh the peaks and valleys of uh, time of day day of week per vertical but also per business so to to see how uh, the data has flowed historically when we have that like when someone starts from scratch unfortunately we don't have that data but if someone subscribes to an existing account then we're able to look back at their history and see that uh, just as an example, if they're a lawyer, we can see maybe that on Mondays they're a little bit busier than usual because stuff happens on the weekends. Sure. They got to deal with it on Monday. So this is something that uh, that the software will pick up, not only per vertical but also business by business. But you just gain more certainty if you can have many layers. So you can say, okay, I'm looking at the uh, law services category in general, like all of the different attorneys and, and legal services that are available. Do I see patterns on a day of week basis? Yes, you know I see some kind of trend where Monday seems to be maybe 20% busier than all the other days. Then let's look at um, uh, by city, for example, by DMA. So do we see trends there as well? Yeah, larger cities seem to have more of that, and and so on and so on. And then per business, like uh, for this specific business, if I look back three months. Do I see a pattern? Do all these things come together? And does that help me make a better decision? And how sure am I that this decision of changing that bid, lowering it by five cents is going to have a, a, an impact in the next 30 minutes? 
in a nutshell, it's that type. It's a lot of complexities, a lot of data points to look at, but it's to make that small decision. There are always small changes that we make and then validate the next 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes. Did it have, did I see pickup on impressions? Because that's where you're going to see the first thing is when there's not a lot of click flow, do I at least, do I see more impression flow hour per hour and clicks, of course. And so you, 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 those decisions will be tweaked as a function of the results we observe. So uh, interesting. I mean, it definitely, you know, it takes a little, how long should people, you know, be prepared to engage in paid marketing like this before they start getting antsy? Like, I mean, you know how it is. I mean, it's day one. We've started our campaign. Why don't I have conversions yet mentality? Um, (laughs) From a budget standpoint and from a time standpoint, what am I really reasonably needing to expect? Yeah. So again, of course, it depends. But I would say... Uh, in local verticals, let's say um, you're the, like a taxi company can generate phone calls at dollar thirty, dollar forty, right? So you can get a lot of phone calls in a day, even on a small budget. Uh, if you're an attorney, not so much, right? The the cost per click is very competitive, so the cost per click is very high, and so you're going to require more budget. Now, it's a function of your the demand it's a function of the vertical you're in of course your locale where are you located and um your budget so i know i it's a silly answer but it's the truth it really does depend on a number of factors but i would say typically in a local vertical uh you you should expect to see phone calls coming in you know immediately you should you know apply the proper budgets and so forth but it should be no more than a couple days before you start getting some calls um and typically in some of those verticals where the cost per call and the volume is high, you get many per day immediately, like as uh, they want after you know a few minutes. So, so you know, but that's that's because it's a local vertical. It's well known and understood. Like we, a locksmith's a locksmith, right? Like it's <laughs> there are patterns that are there that we know, and so we're and we're able to to meet them immediately. Now, if you come with a B two B offer, that's a little bit exotic, and that you know nobody's searching for it. There's no awareness for the product. It's a completely different situation, you know. There's a, a lot of complexity that will go into being successful there, starting with building awareness and and then having the search campaign behind it. So it's uh, it will vary, but in the local verticals, it's it's quite immediate. Yeah, I mean, I've always noticed that it's it's one of those things where it doesn't take a build up. You know, it's an individual type of scenario. Somebody's you know seeing an ad and and either converting or not. You know, and, and you can kind of figure that out. You know, relatively quickly. Um, how do you feel about, you know, where people spend their money on paid ads right now? Um, do you feel that, you know, Google AdWords is still a major, you know, uh, place to spend budget versus, say, social ads? Or are you seeing certain social yeah. areas better than others? Mm-hmm. Or is they better for different type of things? What's your thought on some of the different platforms and who it, who it pertains to? Yeah, actually, that's a great question. The uh, so search is you know still huge obviously, but uh, Facebook ads specifically and Instagram ads, but mostly Facebook ads is um, sort of the place where the very small business is going to start. You know because they're making it super easy for anyone to start, and they're making it part of your everyday experience with Facebook. Uh, you know by promote like if you have a a business page, 
and you wrote a post or something, they will suggest really quickly, hey, you should boost that for 10 bucks or something. So the, Facebook's been really good at garnering like a small spend from small advertisers, small SMBs. Um, so much so that now, uh, you know, Google's telling us, hey guys, like, uh, you know, don't be shy to do more Facebook ads. You know, it's, it helps us. <laughs> They've realized that before they graduate to do some paid search investments, most SMBs will today will start like people are starting now with a will go to Facebook first, then they'll introduce uh, Google AdWords. So it's it's interesting how like uh, everything's changed, you know, and also the success has been, you know, um, Facebook's uh, sort of illustration of success and their reporting metrics, um, you know, can be um, deceiving, I think, for a small business. Um, you know, they'll take credit for, for, for all of the conversions that happened with the view throughs. So it's, it's, um, it gives the impression that uh, every time you advertise on Facebook, um, you know, you generate a ton of uh, new business, which uh, of course can be true sometimes, but sometimes it's not that simple. So anyway, all that to say, uh, Facebook's become like a really, really important, the marketing mix, especially with the SMBs. They start there today before going to search in general. And uh, so much so that, like I said, our partner at Google tells us, uh, you know, feel free to invest more money in your Facebook ad product because it benefits us as well. <laughs> so it's, it's odd. Yeah, but it's it's true. And and we're seeing it as well. It's not just uh, you know what we're hearing from Google or or uh, things we're hearing here and there. It's in our data as well. We see that um, very very small spend, but uh, SMBs engage with Facebook very easily. And is that just because of the ease of use? It's just something that they feel like they can easily engage with, and then once they see some kind of traction, they start looking at other areas to run ads. Well, it. Yes, it's very easy, and there's many ad products in Facebook. Many is an understatement. There's a, uh, uh, w- probably too many ad products in Facebook. There's something for everything. It's a Swiss Army knife of advertising. And uh, there are different ways to build your audience as well. So it's not only the ad products. It's how do you target. So it's quite complex, uh, despite the uh, how easy they make it for a small advertiser to start. You know, they have products like local awareness ads that are dead simple, you know, but local awareness helps specific kinds. of. I'd say it helps retailers. I'd say it helps uh, restaurants and food industry in general, maybe bars. Um, but maybe it's not that helpful for, um, I don't know, an emergency plumbing service or yeah. uh, the landscaper, you know, like, I mean, the, the, you know, when you need a... Um, a roofer, you're going to look for it. You probably, it's not going to be an awareness play, I don't think, you know, so, so it's, it may not be the first place you go for those. So depending on the type of business you are, it may be the best to start on Facebook. You know, I think when it's time to just build local awareness and um, when it's something that's more search driven uh, intent, you know, there's a need, of course, uh, search ads would be more appropriate to start with. And obviously, Facebook has a significantly different audience and a different, you know, path of of informing and and searching. Um, Do you feel that you can take, you know, uh, you know, learnings from one platform to the other? Or do you feel that they really are individual and need to be kind of viewed as individual? We there we are not finding any learnings from Facebook to apply to search or vice versa. However, um, the one thing that we're doing there um, in terms of sort of bringing things together is budget allocation. 
is uh, how do we devise uh, uh, or change the way our product works, I'd say, um, to automatically allocate the money correctly across search, so AdWords and Bing ads, and uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we didn't crack that nut yet. This is something that's, that's uh, really interesting to a lot of companies, and we're in the middle of validating that with them to make sure that they're not just saying that because it sounds cool, <laughs> but that there's a meaningful use case behind it, and that uh, it's worth our effort. But we're, we're you know, we're um, we're in the middle of exploring how do we, you know, does this make sense? Does it add value to the evidence? We're hearing a lot of yes, you know, so we'll, we're going to continue that investigation. But um, the idea of having a marketing budget for advertising online, like a digital advertising budget, and to have one place where you can just sort of put your money in there and uh, trust that the algorithm will do the right thing seems to be appealing to uh, marketer, marketers today. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I mean, uh, you know, as long as they're able to get the return, right, you know, for, the, for their efforts. Yeah. Um, so, so real quick, um, I, I really appreciate the time that you've spent. You know, I mean, we're kind of bu- budgeting, you know, bud, uh, budding up against the uh, end of our time. But I wanted to just you know, ask, we talked about, you know, um, you know, some local, we talked about, you know, generally some AI technology that's being, you know, utilized and where it's going. And we talked about kind of some of the differences between um, Facebook and AdWords. What is it that people should come to you guys for Acquisio? What, what, what would be the ideal? Uh, when would they engage with you guys? Yeah, I'd say uh, anyone that works with uh, small businesses, like uh, local business types, uh, at scale, um, you know, we're the, you know, I think 22% of the, there's something called the LSA, Local Search Association. So 22% of the members use our platform to power their search efforts. So we're like um, really big in that space specifically. So I'd say uh, this is where we shine. This is where we do our best work, managing very small accounts at scale uh, in order to increase their lifetime value. So they stay longer, you know, they mm-hmm. live longer, they have better results so the, and um, reduce operational uh, expenses. So the because there's a lot more automation going into the platform than having a bunch of humans doing all the work, it decreases the cost of operating this type of business significantly. So a lot of the sort of a lot of these businesses are in the automotive sector, the yellow page sector, the traditional media sector. You know they're moving to digital media now. Um, so these are the types of businesses we do most of our business with. But at the end of the day, it's uh, you know we're there to help the small business thrive in the digital economy. It's been really difficult for them, and um, you know we have like a great set of products uh, that help. For, for those guys. Where can people find more information about you, your company, etc.? Uh, our website's the best place, uh, acquisio.com. So A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-O.com. And then from there, they can just look on the contact or they can kind of see sure. more about your features and stuff like that. Yep. Mark, it's a pleasure having you on. Interesting conversation. Interesting, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how this continues as AI becomes more readily available and we start to see, you know, uh, the technology become adopted, you know, through all different platforms. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses over the next three to five years. Uh, Really appreciate the time today. Thanks, Brian. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.